Hi again, it's Alan coming to you from the great outdoors with my dog who's running around here in the brush somewhere. And today I have something surprising and I think rather revealing from comedian Jon Stewart. It's an audio clip that, well, no, actually, it's two audio clips from an interview that John did last year with David Remnick of The New Yorker. Now, I love this interview. I've thought about it many times over the last few months because Remnick asks Stewart questions that I've wondered about for a long time. Questions like, and, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit here, questions like, does John think his humor, his satire, and yes, his journalism have real political impact? Did The Daily Show accomplish what he wanted it to accomplish? Or did the show simply get some laughs while preaching to the liberal choir? Before we get to Stewart's answer, though, here's David Remnick remembering one of John's final segments on The Daily Show. You had time to think about the impact of your show. You're, you're surrounded by people and fans all the time telling you about how you eviscerated or annihilated right. one thing or another, whether it was Fox News or... I was a destroyer of worlds. Yeah, exactly. I and was the Attila the Hun of topical comedy. But on the, I think it was the next to the last show you had, you mm -hmm. kind of came out and you showed... A, a, a montage of all these things that you'd supposedly destroyed, and there they all were. You, you said the world is demonstrably worse. <laughs> it's funny because it's true, right? The question, of course, is why John wasn't the destroyer of worlds. Why did his jokes and satire fail to have a real lasting impact on the political landscape? Here's John. I think what was more, for me, more difficult was it affected kind of a larger, maybe more naive worldview on my part. And that was that I was raised on the ethos of the emperor's new clothes. That's what, you know, when you get into comedy or satire, I think there's a certain part of you that, that goes back to that old fable. And you're not prepared for the child saying, uh, the emperor has no clothes. And uh, you're not prepared for the crowd to go, you're the enemy of the people. You're uh, fake news and you run a pedophile ring out of a pizza place. You know, you're in that moment when, when naming the hypocrisy and the contradiction and the absurdity doesn't do anything, you really are left with a sense of, oh shit, now, now wait a minute, I didn't, I didn't bring anything else. I'm not sure what to do now. Did you have the temptation or the or even the vanity to think, you know, if I'd stayed longer, if I'd been here through 16, 17, 18, mm -hmm. that the Daily Show would have been the, the effective means of, of pointing out the emperor has no clothes? Did you No, no, no. You know, there, there were a ton of really talented people doing the thing that, that I do and doing it every night and doing it really well. And it doesn't, what I'm saying is the lesson I learned from The Daily Show, that it's that cultural power isn't power. It has an effect. It's not nothing. But I think the narcissism of media, and I include myself in that, is that we believe that the halls of pontification are actually the halls of power. And they're, they're not. Cultural power isn't power. Or let me put it a different way. 
We media people can opine and pontificate and report and tell stories and talk and talk and talk. But the people who wield real power seem to march on, unimpeded and mostly unaffected. And that leaves me a bit puzzled. I mean, if all that reporting and opining and pontificating has no significant impact from someone as funny and entertaining as Jon Stewart, then why do journalists believe their reporting, opining and pontificating will fare any better? Okay, that's it for now. Gotta go get the dog. See you next time.